Hi everyone, I'm Rob. And I'm Mel. See, it just sounds wrong. Like, it's normally, hi Ron, I'm Mel. Hi Ron, I'm Rob. Yeah, yeah it doesn't sound... Let's start this again. Hi, I'm Mel. Hi, I'm Rob. And we're so we're next. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to spice it up a little bit and get Rob to start it, but it just doesn't quite work. I told you, it? I'm the nice guy. You're the nice... I'm the nice guy. But nice guys aren't... How am I not a nice guy if I go first? I don't know. I don't know. It's just because you're being polite. You're letting me go first. Yeah, yeah? Go. that's what it is. You're catching on. So you've been how many years in the UK? <laughs> <laughs> so how's things? Uh, things are okay. Yeah. Things are okay. Um, keeping on, keeping on. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> what about yourself? Do you know what? Things are really good. I've uh, just come back from Cyprus. Yeah, which tell. was amazing. You're looking a bit more fresh and relaxed. Yeah. Yeah, we had um, four days there and it was incredible. Just four days of um, just sunshine. We had a bit of rain, but mostly sunshine. You have rain on holiday? What? <laughs> I know, I know. One day. But um, now is a really good time for you to go, like November time, because in Cyprus, it's it's a lovely place, but it's very, very touristy. <laughs> um, you know, it's the type of place you go and get an all-inclusive um, hotel and maybe or maybe not, you don't leave the hotel or maybe you just stay by the pool all day and do their activities and okay. whatever floats your boat. And then if you do go outside of your hotel, you can tell like there's some really authentic Cypriot restaurants and things to do. Like you can go see the tombs and the ruins and all of the rest. But then a lot of it is very touristy okay like you can do it anywhere in the world so in november most of the tourists um have gone and it's mainly the locals and it's a much nicer time to go i think because you get more of authentic cyprus you get to meet the people and talk to the guys in the restaurants and it yeah it's really nice and also the weather was amazing so here in London, it is cold <laughs> AF. It is freezing, like to the point where I walk outside and my feet go numb because it's so cold and it's raining and it's dark. So Cyprus is the perfect place to go to get your last bit of sunshine before you settle in for the winter. I would second that. I mean, it's like at the stage where you go outside and like you breathe and you just see your breath. Yeah. Or like last week I saw like frost on the, on the roofs and I was like, oh. It's that time of year already, huh? Yeah, that happened. That happened quickly. That happened quickly. But yeah, anyway, tell me more. So Cyprus was incredible. So what we did, and I highly recommend you do the same if you don't want to go to an all-inclusive hotel and stay there for the, however long you're there for, is get a car. Because from going from the top um, of Cyprus all the way to the other side down the bottom, it takes like two and a half hours. It's oh, yeah. absolutely nothing to cross the country. Um, so what we did was we went to Lanika which is um, the Greek side of Cyprus. So I'm not sure if you know, but in Cyprus it's divided into two sections, the Greek side and the Turkish side. Mm -hmm. The Turkish and the Greeks, they don't like each other very much. So, you know, just be careful what yeah. you say around yeah. there. Um, so we went to Lanika. And in Lanika, there's a mall, like a shop, like Oxford Circus Mall. Okay. Um, you know, just a normal mall. Um, much quieter than Oxford Circus. And you just walk up this mall, you do your shopping. It's all the stores, like all the high, high street stores. And then, bam, you're at a, a border control. Whip your passport out. Then you're going into like this little no man section with all these like abandoned buildings. And then keep walking down. Then you're at the Turkish um, border control. Show your passport. And then you step out and you're in Turkey. Wow. And you can totally tell the difference as well. So in the, the 
Greek side. You, you can see the Greek influence. Um, it, it just looks like you're in Greece. Um, and then you go to the Turkish side and it feels like you're in Istanbul. Just not as busy as Istanbul, but it feels like you're in Istanbul. It's just crazy. That's super interesting. Like, is there a... Is there, I mean, you said there's like a distinct difference. Is there a difference between like the people as well? Like, can you notice a difference? Yeah, definitely. So the people on, in the Turkish side definitely seemed more Turkish um, to the, well, the people were Turkish, <laughs> but also <laughs> it was either <laughs> Turkish or tourists, <laughs> but also um, you have the option to pay in Turkish lira. Oh, okay. Which is really well, interesting. interesting. I was so bizarre. Also, I can, see, I can see how that makes sense, but yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. It was just crazy. Like, you, well, in Cyprus, you're in Greece, then you're in Turkey, Cyprus. It's just <laughs> such a bizarre thing to walk across a different country and literally walk in a shopping mall. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But when you say shopping mall, do you mean like Westfield shopping mall? Do you mean like no, like high a, street? a high street, like a mall, like a walking uh, street. Are you picturing like a shopping yeah, mall? Like a... like, that's like super weird. Like there's border controls inside the mall. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> You've got to cross the border control <laughs> to get to like uh, no, some sports shop or something. <laughs> no, it's just like you walk across. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Crazy, like, crazy. But you like to take all your things and stuff. Like there's nothing that you can't take or whatever. Actually, that's a really good point. They didn't check my bags or anything. Right. Literally, just here's my passport. You can go. But yeah, they didn't even like pat me down, didn't go through any like detectors, nothing. It was just some lady at a booth. Oh. A Greek okay. lady at one booth, a Turkish lady at the other booth. Did you get a stamp or anything? No. So oh. disappointing. That's one thing I dislike about the digital world is that like, if you go to all these countries, I, I, I want to get the stamps. I want stamps. I want stamps, man. I know. I once asked for stamps, but they keep rejecting me. <laughs> You're like, who are you? I know. Barcelona gave me a stamp. Why? Because they're friendly. Did I get one? I can't even remember. Did you ask for it? Yeah. Oh my goodness. You're so weird. I was that person. <laughs> oh God. I asked for the stamp, they gave it to me. Did you ask I... for it in Spanish? No. <laughs> I don't even know how, how, how would you ask for that? Um, Kiet, I, I want a stamp. I don't, I that don't sounded know. like English to me, but okay. <laughs> would it be quieres un stampa? It's like, you want a stamp? You want... <laughs> I want a stamp, quiero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, what, I can't remember what stamp is, mm, but yeah, something like quiero, blah, blah, blah. No sé. I don't remember. But that sounds interesting. So you went to, what do you say the, uh, where you landed was? was uh, Lenaka. Okay. Lenaka, sorry. Lenaka. Okay. Yeah. Um, and where did you go from there? So from the, I need to get my Google map so I tell you the right places. Okay. How do I do this on my phone? Um, Here we go. So yeah, from Lenaka. Yeah. We drove, so Lenaka, just for a bit of context, is in the north east of the country. Then we went for a drive down to a place called Limassol by the beach, which was really lovely. Highly recommend going there. It's just like a nice little, um, yeah, place to walk along the beach, walk along the harbour, look at the marina, eat ice cream, etc. I know someone from there. You know someone from Limassol? Crazy story. <laughs> oh, do tell. No, I'm not even crazy. Like, she, she was crazy. Oh, was she? She was crazy. Was, <laughs> as you know, I'm a nice guy. And I don't ask for much. I literally don't ask for much. But we went out on a couple of dates. Oh. I literally don't ask for much. The only thing that I would be nice is just some gratitude, you know? Mm-hmm. Paid for everything. That Ooh. wasn't a problem. But didn't even say thank you. Didn't even, like, not even like a, well, thanks, had a good time. Not even, nothing. What? I know, I was like, That's so damn, rude. Damn. So not even a thank you for dinner? Mm-mm. <gasps> Rob, that's terrible. I know. 
and people are like, oh, you're guarded. And I'm like, well, goddamn, I got a reason to be guarded. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not being guarded. That's just expecting common decency. Politeness. Oh, that's terrible. 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 I got no heart, man. Oh, well, maybe don't go to Limassol and see her because she <laughs> seems really rude. Um, and then from Limassol, we went to a place called Puffos. Oh, yeah. Um, Puffos is quite nice. Again, can be a bit of a tourist trap. But, you know, if you if that's what you want, go for it. Not my thing, but I can see why people would really enjoy that. Like, unlimited cocktails by the pool in the sun. That's it. Unlimited food. Like, <laughs> it, exactly. You can have a life of luxury and it's not all that expensive. So you can definitely do that. Otherwise, um, otherwise, yeah, lim- uh, Puffles is quite nice because it's got um, ancient ruins mm-hmm. of some tombs. Now, a pre-warning about the tombs, though. It's called the King's um, King's Ruins, um, and they're meant to be, like, the royal ruins. When you get there, it only costs four, four euro to get in, so it's not like you're wasting your money. But when you get there, you pay for your ticket, and then you w- walk in, and then there's a sign saying, while it is meant to be, you know, royal ruins, it's actually, um, there's no royalty here. It's more just um, affluent people. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> So, yeah, although, yeah, you might expect to see, like, the tomb of a king or something. No, just old, rich, ancient, rich guys, I guess. Um, But it is quite nice and it's quite impressive. Um, We'll put some photos up on our Instagram soon. Um, Yeah, it was quite impressive to see and just to see these. uh, There were so many of them as well. And the setting is just picture, like, ancient ruins and, like, uh, stones and all the rest. And then you look continue to look forward and it's like this beautiful seafront so it's really super nice and it's a really dry country as well so make sure you drink lots of water when you're there mm-hmm. um would you go back to cyprus yeah, yeah definitely um i'll probably go back again at the yeah at the very beginning of summer just to get some sunshine or right at the end or right at the beginning of winter okay just to get a good bit of extra sunshine before we settle into winter um but yeah, I'll definitely do it again. The The one thing with Cyprus, though, is it doesn't really have that great public transport. So you will need a car. But interesting, really fun fact. In Cyprus, they drive on the same side of the road as Australians and Brits. Yes. And they're, what do you, I call it a PowerPoint, but that's not the right word for it. Those things you put your plug in to charge your phone. Plug socket. Plug socket. Mm-hmm. We call it something different in Australia. Call we call it? it a PowerPoint, but then people think I'm talking about like Microsoft Office. <laughs> I can see why it's a pub, but that is, no. A plug socket. It's a plug socket. They have the same plug sockets as the UK. That's interesting. Same side of the road and same plug sockets. Yeah. Once was a British colony, so that's why. Ah, makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. but I was expecting it to be European. So my poor European boyfriend, he, I, I'm unable to drive on this side of the road. Like I've got my Australian license, but because it's not an international license and there's some loopholes and whatever else, I can't drive. Really annoying. So my poor European boyfriend who's used to driving on the other side of the road comes and he like, we've booked the car, we've got everything, we get sorted. As soon as we sit in the car, he's like, oh, damn. <laughs> oh, damn, it's the wrong side of the road. <laughs> Which doesn't seem too complicated, but it really is. It so is. like, it was a manual and he's used to using his right hand to change gears. Mm-hmm. Whereas okay. in, on our side of the road, you've got to use your left hand. And everything's completely opposite, and like where the windscreen wipers are and the, the indicators and shambles. Just, yeah, just the whole thought process is different. Like when you come into a roundabout, if like you're overtaking something. Oh my like, God, oh, roundabouts. That was a thing when I drove for the first, well, I didn't drive, I was in the car when I was in Europe. 
The roundabouts freaked me out. <laughs> they go backwards. I think someone's going to come the other way. Oh, my God. The stress of a roundabout on the other side of the road. Mate, roundabouts are stressful in general. Yeah. I've seen, like, this crazy... I haven't actually been there, but I've seen, like, this crazy one where you've got, like, eight mini roundabouts and then, like, one large one in the centre. I'm like... <sighs> What? No, what have you done that for? Why? <laughs> what? Put a traffic light there. Give <laughs> <laughs> it simple. But okay, so Sarifa sounds like a good place. I highly recommend it. And it was super cheap as well. I can't remember how much the flats were, but I think it's super cheap there. And um, think, I don't know, things like shopping is very much the same as UK prices, okay. which oh, I was okay. surprised about. I thought it would be... Yeah, so okay. in Turkey it, and in, in Greece, it's quite cheap. Um, but in Cyprus, it's, you know, on maybe a little bit cheaper than the UK, but not, not much. Is even on the Turkish side of Cyprus? I didn't really go shopping on the Turkish side of Cyprus, but they had like their market stalls and everything, which are of course much cheaper. Yeah. Um, and food was quite cheap in Cyprus and in the Turkish and the Greek side. But I think like actual shopping, it's very, um, consumer Led because it's very much high street. You know they had an M and S amongst expenses. Yeah, that was everywhere. Okay, exactly. Yeah, and they had like Costa. That's what I mean. It's very touristy. You've got all the Americanized brands and all your, you know, McDonald's, Pizza Hut, KFC. Then you like your Costa coffees and all your English coffee chains that are around Europe. And yeah, do you reckon that's there's a a danger of what is the term globalization in terms of. Uh, like a country or like a city or a place can lose its feeling because of all these known brands or companies that you can find pretty much anywhere. I think so because when I went to uh, when I went to Cyprus, I when I go traveling, I really like to go shopping, but I like to go shopping in the places that you don't have in your hometown. Yeah, I agree. So I would go to like the market stores or like the I don't know the local fashion place you know where they've they've made it themselves or whatever it is or like the jewelry stores where like it's it's the local shops um, because I think I'm not going to go to Marks and Spencer's in Cyprus because I can do the exact same in London. I can just nip around the corner and it's there. Yeah. Um, but saying that in Cyprus, I was just trying to put my finger on like where the economy comes from and what I could see, and I could probably, I might be completely wrong, but what I saw in Cyprus was it's quite cyclical as in, in the fact that like, it looks like the economy stays in in the town so you've got like your hairdressers they generate economy from the locals who go to their hairdressers then you've got like the plumbers electricians whatever else you've got the house builders the tax you know like yeah. everyone spends money in their town because they've got oh, everything okay. they need so in terms of i guess globalization it's it's good because it's bringing in economy and it's bringing in jobs um but on the other hand i kind of like to go to a place where it's authentically that country but i don't know maybe that's not progressive what do you think I, I have probably similar thoughts in the sense that, yeah, if I go somewhere new, I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe if you've like lost your luggage or something and you're in a place where there's like completely, you don't understand the language or whatever, and maybe you haven't had a chance to like get to like practice some words or whatever, then maybe it's nice having a familiar brand that you know that's like, mm. okay, I can go here and I know pretty much what I'm going to get. But on the other hand, I, yeah, I do agree that it's nice to go to a place and nothing is the same yeah it's all authentic it's all different it's like it's what the place is used to um which is quite nice because like yeah as you said you get the local brands or the local shops or the local cuisine and that's really different yeah um which i guess yeah i don't know i, I kind of prefer i prefer it that way the second option 
Yeah, so do I, but I do agree that you do need some of the global brands. Yeah. But I don't know. I think Cyprus has a really good mix for whatever you want to do in Cyprus. If you want that culture and just have that authenticity and have like live life like a true Cypriot, then you can totally do that and also get a good understanding of the history. But then also, if you just want to go and have a holiday and you don't really care if you're in Cyprus or if you're in Greece or you don't care about the location, it's more about, I'm going to go to a hotel, I'm going to have my cocktails, I'm going to swim, I'm going to have everything given to me. And if I feel like a change, I can... Oh my God, I didn't tell you. Sorry, I'll go off topic. Yeah. There was a Pizza Express in Cyprus. Oh, wow. <laughs> Too much. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, so you can do... Basically, you can have the, the cultural experience or you can just have that indulgent... Or you can eat, or you can drink hotel pre-made package for you, where you don't really get the culture, but you get a holiday. Because like you just said about Pizza Express, you could literally have that here, but you just have it all abroad. But it's still Pizza Express. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. I I was a bit shocked to be honest. But one thing, McDonald's. They had a shrimp burger. Well, that's different. That's different. That's super different. <laughs> I mean, I have said before on the podcast that I like going to, if I go to a new country, I like going to a, a McDonald's just to see how, like, what the differences are. And that's kind of cool. <laughs> I like doing that with supermarkets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so weird. <laughs> You're so weird. Oh, my goodness. Even the staff are different. Oh, no way. <laughs> oh, hey. That's why I'm in a different country. <laughs> <laughs> the opening hours are different. Oh. <laughs> So yes, long story short, highly, highly recommend Cyprus. Get yourself a car. Make sure you bring your English plug sockets. And also just make sure you can drive on the, the English side of the road. The normal side. The, the no- I want to say normal, but I think we're kind of outweighed with all the countries who drive on the other we side. We are outweighed. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to lose this battle. Also, yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, what was your favourite thing that you enjoyed? What, was the, yeah, what did you enjoy most about Cyprus? Um, to be honest... I turned my work phone off and I left it in London. Yes. Oh, happy days. happy days. I did not look at that bad boy for four days. It was amazing. Um, but apart from that, my favorite thing about Cyprus was it's very chilled. It's very laid back. Um, people are really friendly. The food is amazing. Um, but if you do go, just prepare your stomachs because you're going to eat, especially if you're vegetarian and might struggle a little bit because there is a lot of meat and it's just a lot of food. Mm. Honestly, they bring out these plates and that's enough to feed two people plus a child. <laughs> and it's like, that's just for you. <laughs> but no, I just liked, um, I just liked Cyprus. It was just a very chilled holiday. You could explore. It's got everything. It's got a bit of culture, a bit of shopping, a bit of relaxation, the beach, the good weather. It's just, it's just nice. I highly recommend going okay. and definitely cross the border. So bring your passport. If you go to Lanaka, bring your passport. So when you go shopping, you can go to the other side and go to a different country. That's pretty cool. Okay, we'll add it to the list. Let's let's get going. Ah, <laughs> oh, what are you doing, Mel? What are you doing? <laughs> How are your travel plans going? They, um, no, they're they're pretty good. Mm. I know. I think they're pretty good. Um, I, as I as I was saying before, I think I just needed to see where I was with work, uh, what I have going on. But yeah, like the big one is booked, so that's good. Where's the big one? New Zealand? Yeah, that's the big one for me. And because it's so far away and it's a lot of money and it's like, oh my goodness, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I remember debating like a few episodes ago whether I'm going to stop in Singapore or, or San Francisco or even like Shanghai came up. Um, but I've just decided that I'm going to stop in Singapore. Nice. Uh, so the first leg is like 24 hours in Singapore. 24 hours to Singapore? No, in, in Singapore. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. the time you need. Yeah, yeah. But I was thinking, because I'm doing that leg twice, basically, um, 
I might get to Singapore and then like visit my friend who's in Malaysia because like the uh, flight's like fifty pounds or whatever, and then on the way back, explore Singapore. When are you gonna be there in Malaysia potentially? Uh, around the end of Feb. Ah, uh, I'm when... just coming back. Damn, because I'll be in Malaysia in January and then at the end of January. Oh no! On my way to Australia. Oh, I'm gonna miss uh, you, mate. Mate, you have to go back. Well, maybe, yeah. Well, no, I've got to go back to Australia in um, no- uh, November. I've got my best friend's wedding. I'm bridesmaid. But you have to. You can't, you can't not go. You have to go. I know, right? You have to go. I've got to book the flight soon. <laughs> you have to go. I, I watch these YouTubers on... Well, I watch these YouTubers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it says enough. Uh, and they're... I feel, like, I feel like the guy's British. And the lady is half Australian, half German. Huh. I think. Anyway, they're, 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 they're living in Australia. And they're currently planning their wedding. And it's like super exciting because like he's a really good videographer and um, I think she's a model or something, like Instagram model or whatever. And they, they, he does like a load of behind the scenes or whatever and it's like so fun and you've seen them planning their wedding and uh, I think he recently just planned like a hen party for her. Oh, and, like, he bought, planned it? Well, like he, a surprise like with her friend, like surprise oh. party and like he said, oh, we're going to go for a photo shoot or whatever and then they rocked up and like, surprise! And then like obviously he left and they had like a wild night. <laughs> um, but yeah, it seems kind of cool. Like you've seen him do like his... Uh, suit fitting um they're planning like the theme and it, it seems like it's going to be good oh i love a good wedding yeah. they're getting married in december wow yeah. in australia yeah it's gonna be hot i mean they live in australia yeah um and they tried going no nomadic for a little while oh the dream um actually they've got a company uh it's called slinky it's, okay. it's a swimwear company well i think it's her i don't know whose company it is i think it's one of theirs that um, is the dream. Get a company, get revenue, yeah. and just like be a nomad. Yeah, they. To be fair, they had like a, an apartment in Australia, and then I think they decided, you know what? Since we're never really at home, we're always traveling. Let's just just go nomadic. Uh, but then they realized with all the wedding planning that actually it's probably best to have a flat. Yeah. So they came back. Um, but yeah, they still travel. They fly like everywhere. It's really expensive to travel in Australia as well. Yeah. Like you can't just go to another country for like I don't know forty quid. No, you can't. Unfortunately not, no. Can you go anywhere within Australia for 40 quid? 40 like, quid would be like $80. Um, 80, can you go 70, from like yeah. Melbourne to Sydney on that? If you get a good flight, yeah. Okay. If you get a really good flight. I have a friend, he's um, based in Sydney and his family live on the Gold Coast, so Queensland way. Gold Coast or Brisbane? They live in Queensland somewhere. Okay. Um, and to fly for Christmas, he's looking at over $200. Insane, right? Yeah, that's insane. But um, if it wasn't Christmas, like you can get cheap flights, but nothing like you can get over here. You know Ryanair. Not that I'm promoting Ryanair because I'm not very happy with them at the moment, but that flights for like five pound. That's disgusting, isn't it? I mean, I want to boycott Ryanair so much. It's so hard. It's so hard. My friend in Spain is like looking at flights to London. It was like fifteen pounds. I was like, mate. Oh. Book it. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth dealing with Ryanair for oh, a fifteen pound flight somewhere. Oh, it's just like oh, I don't know. People always people also associate like cheap flights with a bad plane. It's like no, the plane is still a Boeing or an Airbus. It's just the company. Yeah, um, but it's, yeah, it makes it so so difficult. I really want. I just want to just go. I should. I should do it. You should just do it. So when I um when I was flying home from Cyprus, we flew with um British Airways. Oh, the check dream. you out! Wow, I know, the dream. Bit of a tan, flying BA. Were you in the lounge as well? No, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Not that cool. <laughs> Got one back. <laughs> Boom. So yeah, well, BA it was a lovely flight. BA were amazing. Yeah. Um, and they were decommissioning 
this plane because it's been around from the 90s and mm. you know so it was like the last ever flight so it was like a big thing on the plane which was really nice and then the captain came on and she said that it's also she's um having early retirement as well so both her and the plane oh. retired at the same time wow. it was really nice they gave us a little certificate and my favorite part was they gave us free champagne i knew to- you were gonna say that. <laughs> i knew it <laughs> it was brilliant i knew it <laughs> So when I went to South Africa, I was on one of the first, I was on the first A380 plane that BA bought. Oh, wow. But I don't think it flew to South Africa, but I was on the plane that has the first, the plane that they first bought. Oh, wow. That doesn't make sense, does it? No, I'm trying it. Nope. So they bought an A380. Yeah. And I've been on that plane, which they, well, the same, it's like the same course, it's the, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's the same plane? or <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the same plane that they bought. Oh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't make sense. I'm just gonna shut up. No, I want to know now. So I'm this gonna... was its first flight. No, no, it was not its first flight. So, okay, let's say they they bought a plane. Let's say it was called Mel. Great okay. name. As as a first plane, as the first plane that they yeah. bought, like the first A380. Um, maybe it's done like loads of flights, but I've been on that plane, that specific plane called Mel, which is the first one that they bought, even though it wasn't the first flight. Ah, oh, understood. Not That's as, cool. It's not as cool, but I'm, I'm and did they like celebrate? Why? It's not his first flight. <laughs> it's still a cool plane. It's like their first A380. It felt good though. They were like, you obviously get people that clap when it lands and I'm like, well, yeah. each to their own. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> the plane lands. <laughs> Shut up. George, to joking. be fair though. I used to do that a, a lot. There was a lot of clapping on this plane to the point I was like, why, why are we clapping? I was watching Netflix. I was like, why, why am I clapping now? Free champagne? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Anytime I go to Africa, like people always clap. Do they when the Always plane lands? For no reason? Just... No, because the pilot has done a good job. Oh, is it? Oh. Why else do you think? It's like, oh, we... <laughs> we survived! Well, that's also, yeah, that's also <laughs> something, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I never thought to thank the pilot on a plane. No, I've sat in a cockpit before. Stop, that's that was, amazing. That was cool. When I was young, I was still, I can't find the photo, which is so annowing, but I've done it. it How was... and why? Um, I think I was on the way to Scotland. And my mum just knew I was obsessed with planes. I still am, to be fair. Um, and I just asked, and back then it was okay to like let people in, I guess, uh, to the cockpit. And I just went in and I was like, oh my God, all of these buttons, wow. <laughs> like, how do you know which one to press? And they were oh, like, bless you. So here's the thing. We, we go through this, you know, training and uh, you know, it was just an incredible experience. And I took a photo of the cat. It was so, oh, so awesome. That's so sweet of so your mum. Awesome. So, so awesome. I don't know if they'll still do that these days. I don't think they do anymore. Um, yeah, all kind of security and stuff. I mean, you've got to be lucky, I guess, or just know someone that knows a pilot or whatever. Did your mum know a pilot? No. I know um, someone that from uni who's training to be a pilot. It's a lot, lot in the training, isn't it? Yeah, it's like at least eighty-four grand loan or something. Like it's you, massive. if you don't pass, like you are <laughs> finished. <laughs> Absolutely effed. <laughs> yeah, you're finished. <laughs> so you're gonna pass. Um, but wow, look at you flying BA. I know, I'm a fancy. I I got a I got a loyalty code. I, I flew BA twice last year, and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna get a, gonna get a cl- like a loyalty card. Yeah. As if it's gonna happen like anytime soon. Like <laughs> 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 it's been a while. Um, but yeah, hopefully next year. 
Yeah, well, you're gonna get your flight. Uh, and your New miles Zealand, up. mate. And New oh, Zealand. They are one of the best airlines oh, I've flown no. with. I think they're part of BA, actually. Oh, no. New Zealand. Oh, oh my god, wait. I love Air New Zealand. They're amazing. Um, Singapore Airlines are really good as well. I've heard, I've heard. But you... yeah, Air New Zealand. Like Air New Zealand, London to Singapore, Singapore to New Zealand, Air New Zealand, and the same. Oh, back. The dream. The Air New Zealand dream. is great. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop. Is that the haka? <laughs> I love the haka. I don't, I don't offend anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. So so yeah, you're gonna be flying to Singapore. So you've got twenty four hours. That's perfect because in Singapore it's very um it's an international hub. Mm-hmm. Um still got a little bit of its culture which is great. You can go yeah. to um Marina Bay Sands, which is the hotel, get yourself a Singapore sling, um, and you overlook these amazing gardens. Um and then yeah, you can go to like some markets and whatever else, but to be honest, Singapore's quite little, so yeah. it's an international hub. Um, I think a lot of expats live there and they love that life, but for like a visitor, I think you know you, yeah. you you're gonna see it all in twenty four hours. That's okay. Oh, that's the plan, I guess. Yeah. Um, Have you got a hotel, or are you just gonna stay awake? Stay awake. Because because the flight back is like the flight to Australia, um, Australia, New Zealand is like eleven hours. Yeah. From Singapore, so. And it might help you sleep on the next leg. Yeah, yeah it probably will help. Yeah, you sleep on the next it's leg like completely the exhaust is you. Gonna be absolutely like. Oh yeah. Uh, I was going to say something. Oh, and the Marina Bay Sands. I've seen a video uh, from the creators of Lonely Planet, mm. from the founder of Lonely Planet. And he's got a picture standing where the Marina Bay Sands Hotel is now. And there's nothing there. Wow. Uh, and then 50 years later, you see it and you're like, wow, like Singapore's like developed so quickly. So quickly, yeah. So quickly. Uh, and the second thing is that, remember the hackathon that I was talking about? Yeah. This event where, you know, you hack on trains or whatever. Um, so I was on the London train. That's so disappointing they didn't get you on the Europe train. I was, I was gutted, mate. I was gutted. That is so upsetting. I was gutted, but... How did you go? I like to see positives. I like to see a silver lining. Yeah. We came second. You! Yeah. Well done. Yeah, so that was, that was, uh, that was pretty nice. But yeah, it was London, Milton Keynes, Cambridge versus Paris, Frankfurt. Mm. I mean, you definitely came second in that, that leg. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. <just> quick. <laughs> um, and the way that the organisers tried to present it like in the pitch was, well, the, the European train, they have to wake up for breakfast at five, uh, 6 a.m., which actually is 5 a.m. UK time. And I'm like, yeah, but Paris. And Frankfurt. Versus Milton Keynes and Cambridge. It just doesn't compare. I mean, Cambridge is lovely. It is. But Paris, Frankfurt. Exactly. And we were like hacking away, at, I don't know, like 2 a.m., and they sent us a photo in, on Slack, and uh, it was a picture of the Eiffel Tower. It was like, oh. That's so mean of them. Super cheesy. And it's so pretty at 2am as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, it's all sparkly, and yeah. that's so cruel. Yeah. Also, I'm thinking, like, we talked about this before. I think we talked about I, it in a few episodes ago. I think we talked about Singapore yeah. as well. Did we? I think so. Now we're just repeating ourselves. Because I keep think I keep, I feel like I've heard Singapore sling, like, really recently. Anyway. Anyway, if we repeat ourselves, let us know. Yeah. Gonna get some cool stories. <laughs> cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. All right. Well, let's love you and leave you. Um, and yeah, we'll chat again next week. Yeah. If you actually want to record a podcast. <gasps> Ooh! Got a bit of sass now. He's getting sassy. <laughs> it's not just London that's cold right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, be sure to follow us on. I'm looking at you now. <laughs> I'm 
pointing you got both at guns you. Out. I'm looking, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I was totally just pointing at Rob like, it's your turn. It's your turn. Hey, gotcha. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at so where next Oh no, there is no dot, Mel. Oh. <laughs> We've so been doing this one. for months. <laughs> so we're next dot, one. There's not an Instagram. I need right to write this down. You need to just, you get a tattoo, mate. Get a just tattoo. Just on my wrist, right here. Get a tattoo. Would you ever get a tattoo? <laughs> you know, I would. Mum, block your ears. <laughs> yeah, don't. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hearing my mum, I'm going to scrub it off with a scrubbing brush. Yes, ma'am. My mum's friend said that to him. My really? mum's friend said, if you get a tattoo, I will get a potato peeler and I will peel it off your hand. Oh, don't, don't give my mother more ideas. <laughs> you know she what? just said, Mandy, scrub it off with no, a scrubbing brush. No, you know what you do? Just disown her. It's easier. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. She's a lovely daughter. Oh, thanks, Rob. Hear that, mum? Now block your ears again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll totally get a tattoo on my wrist. Maybe like of my dad's initials or okay. maybe like um, a compass. But I want it like really small and fine. So you can never see it basically. Well, no, I just want it small and fine. Um, or what I'll do is get a, a an aeroplane on my wrist because my brother has one as well. Oh, nice. So we can have matching tattoos, which oh, would be cool. really sweet. You get your mum to have one as well. You can like all three of you. Oh my Bam. God, no chance. My mother, no way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm too scared. Would oh. you ever get a tattoo? I wouldn't say no, but I wouldn't necessarily say yes either. Also, I don't really know what I'd get. Uh, I, well, if I maybe it'd be something related to travel, like a plane in a globe or something. Oh my god, we could have a matching tattoo as well. I don't even like you. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Turn a new leaf, Mel. Turn a new leaf. Rob, he's all like mean these days. Turn a new leaf. It's cold. It's dark. The soup's finished. Oh, I made Rob soup. Yeah. So, and it's over now. And it's over. So now he's mean again. Exactly. So, what is our Facebook and Instagram handle? <laughs> our Facebook and Instagram handle is So Where Next World. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. And what is our blog? It is So Where Next.life. Oh, I'm moving in. And, Did I get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's our email address? Oh, you're looking blank now. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's hello at So Where Next World.life. Hello. Oh, no, it's not. It's hello at So Where Next.life. Oh. <gasps> Who gets it wrong now? Anyway, we'll join you guys on the next episode. Drop us a line, email us, and yeah, follow us on um, all of those channels mentioned before. Bye. Bye.